Hello again, followers and new listeners. I'm Top Toes. And I am Any, and welcome to the Oh Those Toes podcast. This is episode 209, and with us in the virtual studio by way of Toronto, Canada, is Lady Citra. Hi there. Hi, welcome Lady Citra. So excited to have you. I know, so excited to be here. I apologize. It, it was just Lady Citra. Although I don't think you, um, I think you deserve that sort of eponymous, just Lady <laughs> Citra. But you know, it wasn't fetish model Lady Citra. It wasn't kinkster. You are, you've got your toes in so many things. There wasn't just one thing I could label you as. No, um, it's pretty much, I like a little bit of everything. <laughs> And to my chagrin, a lot of nylon. A lot of nylons, different types of nylons, panios, stockings, and a lot of foot stuff I enjoy. Well, that's what we talk about. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm glad I'm at the right place. <laughs> exactly. You're at the right place. <laughs> I, I did see that... Um, because Top Toes was the one that brought you to my attention, and I'm so glad he did. I did see that you had um, sort of a lot of stuff going on. I mean, it's all kind of connected, obviously. Yes. Um, but there's um, a lot of you, and people could really um, get their fill of you if they wanted, which is great. I mean, for, for us. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, like, I did... Like about a year ago, I started in terms of um, the whole Twitter scene, which I actually hadn't really even been on. And that's where Top Toes, you and I, you kind of saw my content, right? Yeah, that's you're one of the few people um, in this in the scene where I bumped into you on Twitter. I possibly either before you were on Instagram or well before I found you. Yeah, on it um, it was because I remember long time ago actually I remember Top Toe sending me a message saying hey there's this you know this person I'm, I'm following or you know he brought you up and said check out her page and tell me he said there's a subtlety about the Instagram page and tell me if you're getting what I'm getting and I, he knows I don't have a Twitter so I hadn't seen any of the stuff that you had on Twitter yeah, <laughs> um, but he seemed, you know, he seemed very interested in Lady Citra. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> like a, a, an honest curiosity, right? <laughs> well, yeah, on Twitter, like, especially about a year ago, I was um, going like full throttle with me and my husband. We were doing a lot of fetish stuff, like tons of CBT, a lot of like nylon, stinky nylon feet. Like the scent was very important, which is very important still um, <laughs> for my fans and for me. Like I just, you know, like when you're a teenage girl and you take your shoes off and someone notices and it just makes you giggle inside because <laughs> i know seriously have we started talking about this already <laughs> well it may it used to make me personally it made me cringe i was so embarrassed i got it. such a kick out of it <laughs> and i still do and so i guess you... that's where my foot fetish comes i like to be on the other end enjoying the reactions and 
I mean, even just the nylon fetish. So you're a bit of a sadist. You like to torture was, them. <laughs> wow, you just stole the words out of my mouth. Sadistic <laughs> streak right from the get-go. I guess so. Maybe a little masochistic myself, too. But, like, yeah, I enjoy, like, um, watching. But, like, a lot of the times, too, like, people enjoy it. And it's like that elephant in the room sometimes. It's like, you know you like it. <laughs> so within within a couple of minutes of starting this podcast <laughs> i'm gonna ask you what i should when i normally ask you know 20 30 minutes into it how stinky are your feet <laughs> okay so uh let's just say i was in the, i've i've been a fitness instructor and uh for you know pretty much most of my working life and so i have some pretty well-worn sneakers and I would say that I can get a good intense smell for that most people would enjoy like it's a corn chip kind of smell okay so your feet get sweaty sweaty and smelly yes yeah because I feel like the sweaty feet the the feet that are moist and sweat the most are the ones that kind of have that either that that very corn chippy smell because it's I mean I hate to say this but it's bacteria that kind of yeah. gathers up the moisture yeah yeah I saw yeah. something just today and I don't know if I believe it or not but it was that the um the bacteria that causes your feet to smell is the same bacteria that causes cheese to ferment That's sounds what, yeah. BS sounds yeah, it does, but it but, could be But also, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say but BS, sounds... but also that awesome. it smells exactly the same. Yeah, it can be cheesy. Like, I actually have smelled, a, like, it also depends, like, on the activity, the type of nylons I wear, and the type of footwear I wear, because a lot of times it'll be, like, a popcorn smell. Oh, see, that was going to be my next question is if it, if it the changes. smell changed with socks and nylons. Yeah, yeah. well, I don't, I, I do wear socks like once in a while, but nylons, like it's nylons all the time, pretty much every single day. So what is your favorite shoe attire? What is it that you like to wear the most with, with your nylons? I, I do. And I love my sneakers. A lot, but I I have a bit of a heel fetish as well. <laughs> but in terms of creating a smell, then like boots and my sneakers. But in terms of being, you know, on the other end, trying to be that elegant, beautiful, um, you know, because it's the two different sides of the nylon fetish, right? There's the people that yeah. enjoy like the scent, the strong scent of it. And then there's the people who enjoy like no scent at all and just the beauty and the feel. And, and then there's people that enjoy all of it. So I would. Top toes. What do you, what do you, I've never asked that of you. I don't think. Um, I think mostly it's the, if I remember correctly, mostly it's how it looks, but. No, I would say a very rounded uh, opinion of the foot and the nylon foot. Um, it's a sort of all five senses experience. Yeah. Uh, probably with, with sound as, as the least important to yeah. me. But the other four, or the, the other three, um, the visual, the tactile, the olfactory, they, they, they all go hand in hand. I couldn't try to split them apart. 
Um, you know, I think any you're thinking that I it's a visual because we function in a visual media. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have not figured out how to code scent. Right. When, we do, <laughs> when we do, Lady Citra and uh, Susan Murder become uh, mil- trillionaires. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> Smell yeah. TV. I re- <laughs> yeah. I. I'm definitely going to have to work on that. I've been working on a pair of socks for weeks now and the problem is is that every time I get new shoes right I'm starting all those but that's the problem you really have to like like the new shoes should be more for the visual and then you start to collect you know some shoes that you can really smell up (laughs) because it's it's work it's it takes work (laughs) well and and I used to sell socks a lot right before yeah because I I used to work uh, like nursing hours, right? So I worked 12 hour yeah. shifts and in my scrubs and in my, in, you know, in my tennis shoes. And, and then I got sort of a, a promotion. Like I, I took a different, slightly different position at work. And so now half of the time I need to be dressed up and then only two or three days out of the week, I'm in, in scrubs. And some of those days, my my tennis shoes are only wear for half a day, mm-hmm. so I no longer have that twelve hour build up for four days in a row like I used to. It used to be easy, yeah. but now now I, it's it's gotten harder because I have to sort of split the days. I don't; they're not consecutive, um, and I don't have naturally stinky feet. So, never in a million years would I have thought that I'd be jealous of the girls whose feet sweat. <laughs> <laughs> something's gonna have to pay for the bag <laughs> oh my god yeah so, it's so, true yeah so let's back up let's well it's not back up so we're talking about uh, foot smell and that seems to be the uh, you know when before you were really involved in the fetish scene you were at least aware of that yes and then we talked about the first platform uh being twitter but where was the first time you got into realized or figured out your place in the foot fetish scene? Um, so funny enough, I hated my feet when I was a teenager. I literally thought they were this so gross. <laughs> but I think as a teenager, especially a teenage girl, you kind of have those body image problems anyway. But right. it was it was pretty much when um, I began to fuse fetish with my fitness career that's interesting (laughs) Mm -hmm. tell us how did that happen tell us about that okay well let's just say you know when um the economy went to crap in like 2008 2009 i was gonna say which time the the 2008 (laughs) one I think it was 2008, but I had like um, a, a yoga, like I, I've been in like just fitness and yoga, like I'm a yoga teacher and I've been in the fitness industry and that was like my main focus. And then I was like, okay, I had a yoga studio I had to shut down because the economy went to shit. And so I decided this is the time I need to be creative. <laughs> and so I decided, okay, well, I had friends who were like, they would do massages and stuff but I was like okay no I'm gonna do a different route and fuse fetish into my fitness personal training sessions so it became kind of like 
I made myself a dom and I was like, okay, let's do this. And it was like so empowering and I don't even know how to describe how so you were already fetish. I was already fetishy, but I was, I was never like, okay, I'm going to be a dom, like for real. This is only this is twelve years ago. You're already aware of y- your place in the fetish scene, as far as you yes. get, at least your like honestly, like right, from a right. teenage, well, from a te- yeah, from a young like you know when you dress up as a dominatrix for Halloween, and then the next year you dress up like a dominatrix, <laughs> and then the next year you dress up like a dominatrix. <laughs> It's almost like, um, okay, <laughs> do something with this. Do right. something with this. Yeah. And I I made <laughs> lots of money. Like people loved it a lot. And it was people got into shape. <laughs> like people literally got into oh. shape because you... I guess the motivation was just right. <laughs> uh is that the, the literal of you whip them into shape? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm going to say, like, literally, I would say 60% of my clientele in the Toronto area at that time were, it was feet. Feet, and and they a lot of them enjoyed the nylons over feet. And, yeah, so. Well, you you come to expect bare feet in the yoga studio. You yes. don't tend to expect no, nylon. No, and you know what's studio. funny is I actually do wear nylons when I go to my hot yoga classes. <laughs> Ooh. You're Ooh, doing girl. Bikram and then adding nylon to I that? I do, yes. Ooh. Yeah, you that's a way to get the, you that's a way to sell get a the... pair of worn pantyhose after like six hours. <laughs> if it's the the yeah. day you went to Bikram. lucrative business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. You know what's you know what's funny is because I didn't so I didn't get a chance to see your Twitter. I don't have Twitter, so you know, I, I didn't, but I, I saw your Yep. Instagram and it's mostly if I had to sort of generalize it it's mostly a nylon yes. foot page um and then I you know stalked you on YouTube a little bit <laughs> and that's complete <laughs> well which channels because there's like, like the well yeah. all of so them it, you know like <laughs> it, it can be like okay what what's going on here right <laughs> well you, well what I was about where I was going with this is that um you know, you, you know, you, you're very open and there's a little bit about your life, which I love, right? Like a lot of people like to keep it anonymous, but I really like to get to know people. That's how I, um, it's, I don't know, it's exciting to me and it's, it's a turn on for me, right? To, to actually know the person. Um, And so I was, you know, getting to know you a little bit from your YouTube channels and, you know, so you have the pedal pumping channel and then you have, I think one that, you thought was going to get deleted or possibly. And so you kind of created another one just in case is what it seemed like to me. Um, But you kind of do a lot of things like you put your nylons on, you're dressed up, you take us with you about your day. It's really great. I really enjoy it. But I, what I got from all of this was not very uh, dominatrixy. I got very sweet and kind and so when you come in here right now and you say like why was a dominatrix for five years in a row for halloween and then i started to <laughs> whip know, people right? into shape i'm like wait a second wait you're like it's like that so but this if you were, what... just like comes out and then all of a sudden like everything changes <laughs> it's like what 
if you were stalking the best, if you were stalking the Twitter two two ish years ago, even yeah, a year and a half you'll ago, see hardcore. you would see where the lady yeah. lady Citra comes from. And that's what Top Toes was yeah. talking about all those months. I, I say months, but it could have been a year. Yeah, it was probably about you know, a year. I don't even know anymore. Was, yeah, because yeah, I, I mentioned and then came up again when maybe four or five episodes back, we mentioned CBT yeah. and it clicked back. And I said, hey, remember that Twitter I told you about? Yes, and that's exactly. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so originally it was, yeah, we need a guest to talk about CBT. Yes. And then we went down the rabbit hole further and said, no, we just need to talk to this awesome person. <laughs> exactly. So, so we'll get to yeah. CBT in like 20 minutes or so. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to CBT in a minute. But I just want to go back to how uh, how I really enjoyed that it's so subtle. It's not, you know, and we talked a little bit about this um, our last episode where we were talking about like almost like the the pretenders, you know, like the girls, like they'll create an account for you know foot fetishist, and then they'll have one blurry picture, and their bio says, "Kneel, bow down, <laughs> bitches! I'm the goddess of all feet." And I'm like, when, how did you? How do you? How do these people feel like they've earned this? Like immediately within yeah. two seconds, they think that this bitch of an attitude is going to get them anywhere yeah right somebody told them that's what it means to be a dom and i don't think that's what it means to be a dom like to me i think that being able to like have that like upper hand or power without having to say those things with literally just shooting a stare or putting your hands on your hips or (laughs) you know that is more powerful like yeah exactly that is oh gosh i can just start laughing right and right there (laughs) right there is that subtle je ne sais quoi that any tried to talk about me describing two years ago yes that's exactly right and that's why he was like tell me if you're getting what i'm getting because it was just sexy and but you know not in it's just not so obvious it wasn't so pushy and so you know and and i feel the same way i feel like it is far more powerful for someone to be able to bring someone to their knees with a look yeah. instead of with an actual whip and yeah. chain and hammer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, for yeah. Sure. So, but then yeah. there's also her and the man tied to the uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. bondage table, <laughs> balls and cock yep. tied and splayed and her foot coming into the full force. Not so subtle. Not so subtle but, at wow, all. Yeah, but <laughs> he likes it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> he asked me <laughs> for it, and I just say okay. <laughs> well, okay. So tell me what I missed on your okay, Twitter well, then. Be- like, tell would me be, what I missed. Like, Whatever. That would have been like kind of coming into the scene, and like I feel like it was too much, too soon, kind of thing. And so I pulled, and I also wanted to rein things in and focus on what was really pretty much like my feet inspire people. So they say, <laughs> like they literally email me and say, your feet are an inspiration. So it's like, well, let me focus in and really work on, you know, <laughs> becoming inspiring to people. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, no, I'm not trying to, like, it's just like, I'm saying it in a way because it's like, it really does like 
any kind of, um, how do I say this? People feel like they can talk to me about their fetishes. And I think that's what the inspiring part is, is that they can email me and they'll be like, I've had a foot fetish since I was a little kid. I used to go and smell my mom's feet underneath the table. And and it brings them out of their shell and it lets them kind of talk about their fetishes, whereas everybody else is like, oh, that's gross, especially stinky feet. Well, I think it goes back to how sweet and kind and kind of a darling you come across right so it goes back to so you're so you have a trusting face and you're absolutely adorable and you do have very cute feet they are um so I think that's why (laughs) and then of course you're YouTube so now you've got your voice which is this beautiful blend of accents yeah yeah people do like hear the accent I don't really hear it anymore but it's there apparently yeah what, what what accent do you think you have? I don't like, know. What is... like, at this point, I've lived. If yeah. you were describing it to someone, what would you? It's you know, it's like slightly South African, still, but um, I think there's a lot of Canadian and a little bit of a Southern accent in there sometimes that pops out because I've lived in so many different places. But yeah, there's certain words that clearly will people will recognize as South African. So, which I'm proud of and I like it and it works for me. <laughs> people like it. I think in that what? very sentence, you actually expressed the three accents. <laughs> I might have. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is like my multiple personalities. What do you get? <laughs> I'm right there with you. Uh, you know, Top toes, American, what do you get Canadian things? and can't figure out how to talk. What do you get the Wait. most? Top toes, what, what, what? You get to well, pick one. What kind of accent do you feel? Because you're good with accents. I'm obviously the, not. The one I identified but couldn't identify was the South African because it's it's got the sort of the round British, yeah. but it's slightly different and it's hard to place. And it's one of those, as soon as somebody says South Africa, you're like, yes, okay, that's the, that's exactly yeah. it. Mm. Um, I knew you were from the right. greater Toronto area and you can hear a little bit of it, but I definitely knew you weren't native to the yeah. greater Toronto area yeah. by far. Uh, the the southern I would never pick that up until you. No, I also left when I was sixteen, and I think you're still like, like your accent will change if you leave earlier. Like my older sisters still have their very younger strong years? South African accent. Like I have three sisters, and we all have different accents <laughs> because of the time we left hmm. and what we were able to develop hmm. and what we were able to keep in terms of. And I think if you have South African friends or as well that you hear the accent a lot, you keep it more often too. So, but. Right. Yeah. And right now I, I have a, a Nigerian friend and I'm hearing some similar intonation. To yes. Her. It would probably be very oh. similar. Mm. Yeah. And Zimbabwe. Yeah. Even the way you say Zimbabwe. How do you say, how are you supposed <laughs> to say Zimbabwe? Did I say it wrong? <laughs> what? Yeah. The American pronunciation would have a, a much more Z-like oh, okay. first syllable and a much more way. Oh, yeah, way. yeah. Well, like I'll right. say like boss. I would we, say... We don't have a subtlety when we speak in the U.S. <laughs> we, I, I would we have five vowels. Zim- it's very classy. <laughs> I would say Zimbabwe. Is that... 
what, how did I say it? Did Zimbabwe. I say it wrong? Am I saying no, it wrong? Yeah. I guess that's that's more the way that the Africans would say it, like Zimbabwe. Kind of, like we grew up having to take like Zulu and Northern Sutu and Afrikaans. So there's eleven official languages there. So we had to throughout school like literally learn at least the greeting. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah. You are so. I still I think struggle that with I, my French. Je <laughs> m'appelle. I. Oh, good God! There's French yeah. in there too. We je m'appelle tapos. Okay, no sé qué están diciendo, pero yo también hablo un diferente idioma. I love it. Speak too fast. I think her accent is way better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be and, okay with the Spanish if she was Mexican and spoke slower, but uh, she is not, and therefore she rambles off so fast that I just can't catch half of what she said. It doesn't matter what she said; it sounded good. I was just like, okay, I don't know what you guys are saying, but I can speak in a different language Aww. too. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we promise to do the rest of the show in English. Maybe, maybe I'll do Spanish we'll the rest of the time. <laughs> Bienvenidos de regreso al programa de fetiche de <laughs> No, 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 we promised English. We... I couldn't even make it through that whole thing. <laughs> we, we haven't gone to YouTube yet. I have no way to subtitle you. <laughs> <laughs> well, for my non-Spanish speaking listeners, welcome back to the well, no, it doesn't even translate well. There's no the Spanish pro the program. Podcast? No, I said program. I said yeah. welcome back to the foot fetish program, which doesn't translate well. Yeah. yeah. Programa de fetiche de pies. <laughs> it still sounds good. <laughs> But we're gonna talk. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about, I mean, it involves the feet, but balls. mostly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about balls. <laughs> but mostly, yeah, mostly balls and, and, and how they get tortured. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's always so much fun. <laughs> well, I mentioned it before that I've, I've had a tiny bit of, of play uh with my husband um but not much i but i think it's something that i could really get into so <laughs> i mean how'd you get into that ADD tell us what you strikes again <laughs> well you know i and i'm gonna say this again right i play with my husband i don't play with you know anybody else and so we've got to try all these new things and all these different things i yeah try you know once and then try again to make sure your opinion is straight <laughs> That's right. There we go. Yeah. yeah. And then and then even if if it's something that's not my favorite, um, if he you know, if he absolutely enjoys it, we'll do it again. Like that's not a big deal. It's called know? compromise. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um but so how since does he compromise won't... turn into kicking someone in the balls? Uh, it sounds like a compromise <laughs> to me. <laughs> <laughs> How, how okay so how did you get started like how did you decide one day well okay let's squish the shell of your balls and post it on twitter <laughs> best day of my life <laughs> no <laughs> um well the act 
well, I guess the first experiences of CBT would be would have been during my um, days as a fetish fitness dominatrix, and that's where I realized how much it, how how much uh, how do I say this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the service is much needed. <laughs> Okay, it's in high demand. Yes, it's it in is. high demand. It's um, for some reason it's in a sense pleasurable for the recipient, and if you enjoy it yourself as the giver, and then it works out pretty good. But um, that's where I kind of got introduced to it. But then um, I married a man who enjoys it. <laughs> And like you, you oh. you play with your husband. I do that as well. And he has certain things that he really enjoys and I enjoy as well. So it's kind of, um, for him, it's more wrapping nylons around his cock and balls. And does, uh, does he have a nylon fetish too? Yes. Or? Huge nylon fetish, huge stinky foot fetish. So that's also like part of the reason why I'm like, okay, you know, let's, you know, if everybody's having fun. (laughs) Right. And so the whole CBT thing is part of our fetish play. um, And it was also part of my um, experiences as a fetish fitness dominatrix. So it's just playtime for us. But I find that it's just like, ah, did like, okay, my earlier story where I was saying how I would like to take my shoes off and stick my feet in people's faces or just see their reaction if they <laughs> smelt my feet or their reaction to wearing nylons, things like that would entice me and excite me. Like you were saying, I'm a little sadistic. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the CBT and enjoying and participating with CBT activities is pretty enjoyable for me. You mentioned that you liked it too. <laughs> I want to hear, like, I'm curious well, about, like, uh, well, it's I, you know, okay, so I'm, I'm going to tell you what I get from it. And then I really want to hear, you know, how it interests you and how it brings you pleasure. Um, so, for me, it's, it was just, um, it, well, okay, well, two things. So, so I have a friend that had been asking me uh, for a video um, to do this. And my husband is an exhibitionist. He doesn't care, right? So yeah. if it were up to him, I would show the world everything always, yeah. right? Um, and, uh, you know, and one day we were kind of playing around and I, it, it's like that, that, little smack you know that playful smack it's almost like a spanking Mm -hmm. right but except I you know I did it on his balls and he was like oh you know like he did this like 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 instant like kind of twitchy thing which I don't I wanted to see again (laughs) and I I don't know why exactly because flinch and grimace (laughs) (laughs) well okay but I mean I don't I don't like to see him in pain on any other I think it's just the <laughs> amount of pain, like they just, they, the, the right amount of pain. From all the other things he does to you the rest of the year. That's what it is. <laughs> like, I enjoy well, you it know, more with people, with my husband, like, because it's so, like, okay. <laughs> but he enjoys it too. Obviously, it's a consensual thing. But, um, 
So how how bad does it get? Like, what's the worst that you've <sighs> done to, to him? To him or to like in my past? We'll call it a past life. Well, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess. Let's say to anybody. Let's say just what's the worst uh, thing? Like. Okay. Uh, I'd like to say let's answer both. Let's okay. see what the limits are for partner yeah. and then what the limits are for pro. Okay, yeah. so um with with him it's more like um I would say like little taps. We've done like acupuncture needles, um clothes pegs, stuff like that. Nothing too crazy, but in my past life it like I've literally taken iron wool and scrubbed someone's balls with it. Oh, yeah, that does sound painful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <thank you. laughs> so like, and I mean, that's talking about balls. If you think about like the cock, <laughs> this I've I've used sounds, I've used like, needles and and pegs and all sorts of things. Um, I think my favorite is always just the little tiny little subtle taps that are the fine line of pain and pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what I for me you that's know, we, the we exciting have... part. Whereas other people might be like, like go crazy, like step on my balls with your stiletto heel kind of thing. And you've not done that. You've not stepped on a ball with your stilettos. Um, maybe in between the balls. <laughs> like okay, okay, not like right. I I'm not into like doing anything that's gonna like land someone in hospital and then we right. have to explain. Like... <laughs> Hurt, hurt. No one wants to explain that shit. <laughs> Going back to the touch, because the combination of two things you said uh, makes me want to ask you for, if you're familiar with the third. So you said the steel wool, or you said iron wool. Um, I think that's just a colloquial or uh, locality. Same idea. Yeah, um, like the little what you wash dishes with. Brillo, right? yeah. Brillo pad. Brillo, right? For a brand the, name. Like yeah. it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, steel, iron, copper, there's a bunch of different permutations, but yeah. that's definitely a, a stingy, uh, rough, raw sensation. Yeah, that... And then you mentioned sounding. Um, I don't know if we've mentioned sounding on the show, so for anyone who's not familiar, that's uh, placing a rod uh, down the male urethra. Yes. Um, and then there's a third that is almost kind of an in-between of them. Are you familiar with and have you had any experience with figging? No, I don't know what that is. It's, oh, I, don't know I have what that no is clue. I cannot figure out the etymology why it's called figging, but it is sounding with a um, an acidic vegetable, like uh, radish is a common one. So picture any vegetable that has that sort of bitey, stingy, acidic-y thing. Slice it into a matchstick shape and then sound with it. Wow. Oh. Oh, did I just put something in your toy box? <laughs> well, I don't know that. Maybe in my next life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, I always say in another life, I was a dominatrix. So, you know, maybe in my future exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> no, I've never like. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So that's just like, you know what? Like sounding just isn't good enough. You need acidic sounding. <laughs> That's the idea. Yeah. That that is in, the idea of it. So uh, in my youth, I used to uh, anyone that I had a relationship with, I would try to stick my pinky 
Ooh. in there. You beat yeah. I was Rest always unless you got some Yeah, yeah but I always <laughs> <laughs> Well, I always you know, it was it was sort of like that, you know, after, you know, kind of pillow talk and you're kind of like laying around and like really exploring each other Ooh. and so then I would so you I would it. say so I would say like what well, can I like can I do this? And I say in my younger years because uh, you know that's like at my age now, like I've probably seen like all the cops, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, in my younger years, I you know I never you know, and I I've actually had very few um, sexual partners considering my age. And that but, you've seen all the cops. Um, <laughs> well, but you know, but at this box when you're on social media, so that was exactly what I was about to say. I said, well, at this point, you know, even if I haven't actually experienced them in, you know, yeah. But back then, you know, you're kind of learning all the different shapes. So it's more and curiosity for circumcise you. and right. So I was really curious. So I would, um, you know, like the first a few guys that I slept with or whatever, I would say, well, what happens if I do this? And I'd start to stick my, you know, my pinky yeah, in it. there. And they'd be like, no, 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 don't do that. But I really like that. But you know, you like their fear? I'm just a curious like person. Fear that you like? <laughs> I, I think, I think so. Like, I, yeah. I think when, when Topto says that he, um, you know, he's doesn't actually like the pain. He just likes the idea, like what happens uh, beforehand, like the anticipation yeah. of it. I think that's kind of what, you know, that's kind yeah. of how it was. Like I didn't, I wasn't actually going to stick a pinky <laughs> in there, but I really wanted no, not with to those, know how far I Not with those it. LA Chulo nails. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, now I have stiletto nails, right? But back then stiletto nails were not a thing back then. The thing, and I don't know if it ever made it across the country, but in LA, it there was it was called a happy face tip, mm-hmm. and it was like kind of a square yeah. nail that was really rounded like a U, like an upside down U, and so it had really sharp corners, and that's the corner that I would stick. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they would be back the next night for more, right? <laughs> that's right. I never scared any of them away. <laughs> so awesome. you just instilled a healthy fear. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know that I've tried that with my husband. And if I, I think if I did, he'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, there are like bad things can happen when you stick things down there. <laughs> like a fountain of blood. Yes. So, yeah, not good. <laughs> so you gotta be careful. Generally, smooth items that couldn't splinter and have no like edges. Sounds or out. radishes. <laughs> Ra- yeah, I'm. Uh, also, you... um, ginger. Oh. That oh, would God. have healing properties. I can see that. <laughs> but in the uh, in the instant moment, oh. um, oh. that burns. Yeah. Well. It burns. Top toes. Have you had any figging? Done? No, no. It's just. Are like, you thinking about it? Just one day when I fell down some rabbit holes, I discovered that one, and it just pops back into my head with the combination of sounding and steel wool. <laughs> it sounds like. Did, did the steel wool? Did it cut? Like, did it leave abrasions? It, and it, it was. Like... Um, it was. It, it was my first and only time that I fulfilled a request like that I wasn't like it was just a little too much for me there was yeah abrasions and stuff so I'm like nah I'm not into that 
Yeah, because I would imagine it would peel like the first layer of skin at least. Yeah, you know? it was it was just something that my my that we were gonna play with and we did it and it was like uh I think he had a great time. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know about this shit, man. <laughs> because some, like you say, you don't really know until like it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, okay. And then it's like, nah. but from that's just my mm. personal preference preference right like i wouldn't do that again but something we've talked about on the show is the um the obligations of the top the obligations of the dominant and um your sort of obligation to do a lot more looking out for your bottom than one might expect and so when you're doing something like that where you feel like you're coming close to causing harm you're taking yourself so much out of the kink space to do that yeah you're kind of robbing yourself of the enjoyment. Yeah, like, I'm good with exploring, but the only way mm. that you can figure out what you like and what you don't like and what is literally by exploring. And then you kind of take yourself over the line. Well, not even necessarily or close to the line. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm not liking this. I don't feel comfortable with it. So you kind of draw yourself back in. I think that's kind of the nature of the game that you got if you're going to explore you might if you're a responsible player like it's all about kind of figuring out where your line is because your line might change as well as you age as you grow Mm -hmm. your line might be all the way up there and then all of a sudden you're like oh and yeah like i don't think i want to put up with that change your mind if you need to there's nothing wrong with changing your mind that's for sure Mm. so you're um the the seeming obvious uh, responsibility and uh, your, your talk about, I think you've put it in, in another life. Um, so not only your um, kinky fitness world, but um, what about your local kink community um, and public play, pick up play? What, any experience in that world? Like in terms of like going to like fetish events and stuff? I don't know your area, so I don't know if it's fetish clubs, no. fetish parties, well, fetish events. Well, at this point in my life, um... my place stays at home. So okay. it's like <laughs> me and my husband have never really gone out to seek anything in terms of events or other options like that. But other than that, and then what I do in the online world, that's where my world is right now. I mean, it may change. Where most of our worlds are right Oh, of course, yeah. You can't even do anything (laughs) like that. But I wasn't, like, I had, in the past, I have been to some really cool clubs and stuff in Toronto, like, like in my past life, should I say. But, um, yeah, yeah, right now, obviously, we're all stuck at home, so. But it does seem like you, um, you explored that, that world, the, the fetish club world, um, earlier and well pre it left it well pre yes yes um during those okay yeah i i've i actually i used to teach pole dancing so i used to do like pole dancing performances at like sex shows go to swinger clubs and stuff and do pole dancing performances and stuff like that so i've done a lot of that kind of stuff within my business world Whereas oh, my playtime is just... like for like my personal playtime has always <clears throat> just been with the person that I'm with. So and so now we've gone through like 
<laughs> nylons and the, like foot fetishy stuff and CBT, and then you're adding pole dancing to yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. I I, Wait, I do, the pole. Do you do like that? In she's nylons? like yoga. She's like yoga instructor, yeah. and like I mean, there's so many things that you're good at. I just. Can, I'm just so impressed. Do you fall in nylons or do you just fall on your head? Sorry, what was that? I said, can Lady Citra actually work a pole in nylons or is that just fall on your head? I can do no probably friction? 80% of tricks with nylons on, um, but there's obviously ones that you need a little grip when you're squeezing the pole between your thighs. <laughs> You know, right. so that you don't right. fall on your head. Because I have fallen on my head many times. I'm sure I have footage of that. <laughs> but I, I've oh talked God. to friends. But I haven't pulled on for a few years now. So, um, <laughs> but I do, like, I was actually thinking of getting the pole again. We'll see. But it was. Yeah, now yeah. there's a lot of commercially available, decent ones that you yeah. can just install in your house easily. And I've spoken to a lot of friends who have tried that out or done pole classes or whatever. And the first thing they talk about is Danger. the, the well. Oh, the bruises. The you get burns. bruises. You, but you get ripped. You get yeah. so freaking ripped from it. It's amazing. But like I, I have a pole right now, but it's. There's the yogi big. who probably doesn't need that anyway. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know. Like it's hard. For God, yeah. You, it's it's really really hard <laughs> but you get like a wicked body from it that's for sure but yeah it's i don't know i love the pole but it's been a while since i've been on it so, you know i've i've actually suffered from some back problems too because i was in the fitness industry i'm going to tell you something about the fitness industry <laughs> is that you get paid like pretty shitty and you think you're immortal for in your 20s, right? So you end up doing so much too soon and then you start paying for it later on in life. And it's like, what the hell? Sounds a lot like being a, well, a Yes, it's very much. Except yeah, as, a, a, an athlete gets paid. Like, I mean, I work for the city of Toronto for like, that's pretty much what got me into the place where I was like, I got to get creative. I got to fucking make money. I love the fitness industry. But the way that they're running it is just not kosher, in my opinion. So I got, that's where I was like, well, well let me per- add fetish to fitness. And and my, the next day, <laughs> I had a full schedule. And that very quickly kicked you out of the employee of the city of Toronto, though, I'm sure. Yeah, we might want to cut that out. <laughs> this is not like, you had to go I private. was part of the... <laughs> the union, yeah. but... <laughs> Well, I mean, and, and professional athletes make enough money yes. in their youth that they can destroy yes. their bodies and then and have the means and the lifestyle yes. to retire early and all in, that. But in the fitness industry, you're, unless you know, you're doing like private training, literally, and charging a hundred bucks an hour, it's it's really like the wear and tear on your body is right. phenomenal. It's like in a bad way, like so. But now I just practice yoga and and i do some i still do fetish yoga and stuff online so like i do i will i do it online i'm just not doing like so when i talk about my past life i talk about in person one-on-one in-person stuff but i i do teach fetish yoga at this point what is fetish yoga well what would it be online because they're obviously then there's no physical interaction yeah, with the clients. So, yeah, so it's like Skype or so, Zoom and 
a lot of it's like I said, I started trying to specialize in my feet, my like panios, like I love panios. My feet are beautiful. I'm gonna embrace that. <laughs> I used to think they were <laughs> ugly, and guess what? They're not. <laughs> so let's like you know what? Let's spread the love and the toes. <laughs> How's that for a catchphrase? <laughs> But okay, so if somebody said, well, what's, well, what's fetish yoga? And how do I, how do I get okay, involved so in that? What? I'm pretty much so what I would do with um, a client is they would, I would talk to them about their fantasies and their fetishes and stuff. So whatever I'm comfortable with, a lot of the times it is about nylons, feet, even just verbally expressing how my feet smell or demanding that they worship and kiss my feet. It will literally be like they're doing poses on their computer and they're coming down. They'll be kissing my feet, doing their push-ups, stuff like that, along with getting all their stretches and getting a visualization in a very sexy, feminine, yet dominant way. If they choose like a strong dominant, but as you can see, I'm more of that... I like to do the little poking and prodding in the subtle ways, which is more my style. So, and at the same time, they're legit getting a yoga lesson and performing and, and learning yeah, yoga and getting the motivation yeah. of enjoying like a beautiful woman in nylons and gorgeous souls and. If I have to bring out my rip, my whip and be a little bit more dominant, and so because every kind's so different, that's the thing. It's like I've what I've learned in this business is that mm -hmm. every kind is so different that you just learn about what they really like and enjoy, and then you can tap into that. And it's a personal, right. it's, and that's it's why psychology. I like to be personal, it's... like especially on like my nylons rock channel. Like that's where I kind of am, like. Okay, like, I'll talk about my relationship, I'll talk about what I did, or I'll talk about my yoga, you know, and that helps them feel comfortable with approaching me as well. Do want to take one more short break, and uh, we'll come back and we'll get right back Sounds into good. this. And we're back. And what felt like moments for you uh, was actually quite a good distance of time for us. <laughs> so we know approximately we're talking about uh, Lady Citra uh, in the her um, online um, version of, not version of, her, her online presentation of her kinky yoga. Yes. Uh, and talking about that that way she builds a relationship with the client. Um, so, yes, we are talking about that. Uh, <laughs> why, why don't you continue off my terrible segue? Okay, well, thank you for that. <laughs> for putting me on the spot. No. Um, yeah, honestly, like, like I was saying before, I'm like the fact that people confide in me is like awesome because I am a, I am like, I feel like I am a free spirit. I am a yoga teacher at heart. So that kind of connection, that kind of sensitivity and empathy, like it's just natural for me. 
Yeah, I've never really met a stuck-up shirt and stuff shirt, shirt and tie yoga instructor. Right. You know, I their faking it really somehow. Go but I also do have that side of me that is like, okay, yeah, like I, I, like you said before, I do have a little sadistic side to me, and whether it be me exposing my my stinky feet to a client who really enjoys the smell fetish or teasing a online yoga session again this is all online stuff right now so it's very like for everyone it's it's online it seems life has just changed quite a bit these days but for all of us yeah for everybody yeah we're all learning so many ways to do and then we talk about this in the in the business professional sense you know where this might be the new normal, where yeah. the, the teams and Zoom meeting might be the new business model. And I'm almost wondering if this is going to push kink, some kinks, our kink, especially since it is so easily translated into visual, into a more online model. Um, yeah. You know, we're definitely starting to get there. Um, uh, we were getting there pretty well until some legislation in the U.S., which unfortunately controls most internet traffic, um, really pushed our fetish content out of mainstream social media. Um, topic for yeah. another show yeah. and previous shows and constant topic, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. yeah, is are we finding that the online model of sex work is better? It sure as heck is safer. For, yeah. And this is right. probably the first time good. I've called you a sex worker, but I don't think you're going to issue the title. Are you? Sorry. What was that? I said, it's the first time in this conversation I've referred to you as a sex worker, but I don't think that's an offensive title. It shouldn't. No, be. not at all. No, not at all. To me, it's like, you know what? Like I am pretty liberal i mean obviously there's things that i don't necessarily want family to like be like oh great <laughs> to see <laughs> but uh, yeah that's why time, I'm, like, I'm pretty liberal <laughs> um but i do agree that yeah it's safer this way but i guess there's maybe more scams this way or mm, but true. that's like I guess that would be my biggest pro and con scams on both sides like scams from sex workers and scams from the people purchasing something from a sex worker so but safety yeah. is better for both people too I mean in a sense it's but it's also not as intimate right so mm. I guess but right now is circumstance or choice you end up on the online and virtual version of it right right yeah right now it is no it is choice right now like i'm in a relationship where it's i am respecting my husband where i am not doing anything in person no in in person sessions yeah yeah, yeah, so it's like, and I honestly, if like it's been years that I've done anything in person, it's been seven years that I've done anything in person, so I don't even know if it would be something I would even consider. So, and and obviously, then obviously, decision, not in my marriage, but unless you're Nostradamus, that decision had nothing to do with COVID, that was a just yeah. that was a place that, you evolved to, yes, it had nothing to reasons. do with COVID at all, it was. You know, if if I'm going to continue anything in this kind of industry, I want it to be online and 
Yeah. Not that there's you any, were ahead like of the I curve. enjoyed when my March time. happened, you didn't have to change your business model whatsoever. Right. I didn't. I just had to learn because I actually just I started online stuff recently. Like because I went I was in my fetish fitness up until seven years ago, completely stopped, got out of the business, was doing a whole bunch of other things and started again about a year and a half ago was when you discovered me on Twitter. And that's Mm -hmm. when I was like, yeah, let's go full force. And now I'm trying to kind of focus in on what I enjoy, what my fans enjoy and, and circumstances like COVID have kind of, you know, carved out that path for me in a way too. Like it's It's, all part of it really. And so this, since this is a foot fetish podcast and you did mention that um, the feet were the foot fetish content was, I think that's what you said is your something that you really enjoy and that you're trying to it's move my main, more towards. Yes. I, I really right? want to focus on that. And like, I enjoy it the most. It's something I feel like, you know, when you get gratification from your job and those certain things about your job, then you do better and you give out better content. So I enjoy the food well, stuff. I love turned, my feet. It turns into more than just a job, which is, I yes. think what our foot fetish is really enjoy like I've lately I've been getting a lot of well I think since a couple of episodes ago um and in the and in our very first episode we talk about um you know sort of people that that don't have a foot fetish that are just doing it for the money and it comes across and all this stuff which there isn't anything wrong right like I do respect the hustle yeah for Um, sure but um but I think that our foot fetishes fans and and listeners enjoy more when we're getting pleasure out of it. Absolutely. Which is, which, so what kind of, like, what's your, your, what's my foot? Well, yeah. What's my husband, what's like your... I said before, enjoys my stinky nylon feet. I love <laughs> getting my feet paid. Like I'm on the other end. Like I actually said this the other day. I was like, do I have a foot fetish? <laughs> like I, I was like, I have a foot fetish. Yes. But, I'm on the receiving end of the foot fetish and that's my fetish. Right. I yeah. want, I yeah. love like teasing. I love like the, the smell, the look, the pan, like it's the panios on the feet that really I'm right there makes with you on that things. <laughs> and I think I've contradicted any a few times over the course of the podcast. Um, and maybe contradicted her saying the foot fetish. Uh, I don't think a lot of the women who have the appreciation for the attention to their feet identify it and any identified it as a type of fetish. And I was maybe quick to retitle it, but maybe, maybe I'm in the wrong here Um, because I think both sides of yeah, every fetish has the top and yeah, the bottom. Yeah, I'm sense. like I don't like so, smelling somebody's feet, but I like someone smelling but my you like feet. Yours, I love right. You like, I don't necessarily like yeah. touching other people's feet, but I love my feet being touched and rubbed, and like yes, I love that. And it, and it is a fetish. Yeah. It is you. You are a foot fetishist. If you are getting 
sexual gratification yes. from anything involving feet if it turns you on yes then i think you are <laughs> a, a foot fetishist yeah absolutely and, and but I stand corrected in the definition and expand my mind on that one <laughs> Well, because there are women that will tolerate it, right? Like there are women that will um, let their husbands sort of have fun with their feet. And yeah. this is, I get a lot of, I get a lot of my uh, customers, I'm going to say, um, that, that say the same thing to me, you know, because I always, I say, well, like with like, your wife doesn't have cute feet, your girlfriend, like, why have you done this with your girlfriend, whatever. And they always say, you know, well, yeah, she'll let me, right? Like, she'll give me a foot job if I want. But she doesn't. Um, right. But she doesn't get any enjoyment out of it. So she'll, yeah. you know. That, that's that's from like. a male perspective, yeah. that gets very cold very yeah. fast. The feet probably um, get cold very fast, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, yeah. I totally get it. There's, there's, you said it yourself. Um, it's. You know, the response yeah. is enormous. Oh my you know, gosh. if somebody's responding to you, that makes the whole situation that much sexier. You know, mm-hmm. yep. who wants to have sex if their partner isn't moaning? Yeah, right. <laughs> so who wants to suck toes if their partner isn't moaning? Right. Um, and somebody said, you know, about enjoying and you know, then it gets to really, I mean, the ultimate is you. You don't want a girl who is just putting up with it. You don't want a girl who's going through the motions. Yeah. You're you're really looking for the woman who is going to freaking orgasm yeah. from it. Well, and it'll, the, the and rare it'll unicorns start... of the world. <laughs> but you know what? Well, it'll says? start off. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Is that's the story I get from guys every day saying my woman won't wear nylons. They hate the nylons. Like, I think that's where also the panios, because serving someone your foot is different than serving someone your foot in a pair of panios. Yeah, that's double, like, right? That's like, like, that's double fetish. That's like commitment. That's a... Like, hey, look what I'm doing, bitch. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, panios can be like a death trap sometimes, depending on what pair you wear. <laughs> but yeah, like. Yes. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, have I tried? No. Have I been witness to the um the not so erotic the struggle? I call, to yeah, I call it a shuffle. It's kind of like a shuffle. You kind of get into them. <laughs> so we had a we did a, a pantyhose. We uh, oh those nylons. Right. What do we call oh, it? Oh those hose. Oh those hose. Yeah. Oh those hose. And uh, and we talked about it a little bit, how it's just not sexy. Like how my <laughs> husband always says, you know, he always says, I want to watch you put them I on. Know, and I never let brutal. him. I never let him. Right. <laughs> I mean, over the years, it's gotten better. Right. So the other day I'm putting on a pair of pantyhose because it's freezing. Right. I'm, it, it's, it's purely for, for warmth. <laughs> <right>? Yes. <laughs> and so I'm putting a pair of pantyhose on. He comes into the restroom and I'm sitting on the bed and he says, oh, I get to watch you do that. Or, you know, something along those lines. And so I do this. Right? So now sexy. I'm on, right? Like I'm trying. Right, <laughs> like exactly, right? So I like roll it, you know, and I open it just right. And I stick my, you know, I, I point my foot and I, and I start to slowly pull it up the thigh and it gets to like, my thunder thighs, right? Because, you know, we have an issue with that. And, and then, you know, I like put the other one on the kind of the same way. And so now they're like stuck at my thighs. 
and I do this like jump, <laughs> yes, right? And the like, wiggle, like, jump, wiggle. and then you wiggle, yeah, and then you side, 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 pull up, you know, like you put out your chest and you pull up your arms. This is a TikTok <laughs> right here, TikTok girl. Let's do it. Yeah, I've got, then... <laughs> I've got one better on the TikTok. You gotta it. get, you gotta get a movie scene with '80s jeans because that was always in the movies, and it's the exact same moves, and you do the side by side. Like the yeah, white the 80s jeans, jeans girl versus the 2020s <laughs> pantyhose girl. Well, and then I've got another one too, right? So now, you know, and, and, oh, well, see, I was about to reference something that we talked about during the break. Okay. So let's perfect way let's to bring this it. up. So, so, um, you know, we talked about how the ill-fitting pantyhose, right? Oh my right? gosh. Yes. So, so, and we're going to, we're going to come back to that. But so another thing that I do is because I'm short. And I'm thick, you know, at the top. And so I'm trying to pull, you know, and so it's not all wrinkled at the bottom. It's all gathered at the bottom. And but then the it's top tight and out. then you're, yeah, it's awful. Like, how, do, how does right. that happen? So then I got to do, like, I lick my finger and I got to pull the nylons from the bottom up because otherwise it's too smooth. My hands are too dry. I don't know. And it just doesn't. Wait, So I wait. lick my finger. You lick to pull. your finger. No. Wait, stop. Yes. Does anybody no, do that? I, I thought I was just crazy. Do it. Yeah, you lick your finger and you pull them to up get, so that it doesn't wait, slide. One finger, yeah. so you don't slip. Well, you know, like whatever. Yeah, my finger and my thumb, <laughs> like my my index finger, my thumb. So I, if you work in an office, oh, if you work in an Annie, office, this sounds like an old man <laughs> reading a book, licking his finger to turn oh the page. Well, that's what exactly what I was about to say. I was about to say, if you work in an office and you deal with paper a lot. You don't want to lick your fingers, so you use this thing called sortwick. Yes, you right? dip Which your finger like, on the sponge. Right. So I think maybe I need to invest yeah, in that it's COVID. instead of licking my fingers. COVID. <laughs> don't yes. lick your fingers. Or no, no, better <laughs> yet. <laughs> Any and top toes present oh those toes poetry wax. <laughs> We're gonna make a million. That's hilarious. You lick your fingers. Okay. Let's, so then let's. Helps. Trait. I think it might be psychological. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, because well, okay. So normally, what I would do is I would sort of dig my fingers into it, right? And, then and you could roll it up that way. Except the problem is, yes. Except the problem is, I have long stiletto nails, so yeah, I, I, I have, have that, to yeah. lift, and I have to lift the finger up a little bit so the oh. nail doesn't touch. But my, but the ball of my finger does, oh. and that's what I used to pinch. To pinch oh it together God. to bring it back up, so I have to lick my finger, otherwise I it's just sliding see. around. See, I have rock star nails, like literally short, because I play guitar and piano, and I'm like, okay, no, I can't deal. Oh, the nylon's rock actually has some yes. rock. Yes, I I like to add some rock music. I do pian, like I play piano and stuff, and guitar and. You you keep saying rock music and piano, but I guess well, like um... more soft rock, like. I'll do like Bohemian Rhapsody or like okay. Living well, on no, a Prayer, kind of like. But Eddie I always Van, like make Eddie Van Halen. Rock, but... Well, Eddie Van Halen, one of the greatest guitar players oh. of all times, also one of the greatest pianists of all times. So the the two are not mutually exclusive. Just no. I... Well, okay. So now two things that we needed to like circle back to. Okay, one is the ill fitting pantyhose, yes. right? and right. two. Well, you're kind of getting that one. <laughs> and then two is um, 
her your YouTube channel because I just remembered that I saw that on your YouTube channel, yeah. which is a spectacular view. The camera is at the is at the floor at the bottom, you know, either in the front or in the back of your yeah. feet, and you're playing. But he, yeah, you are. Yeah, you're, I do you're, piano. You're playing the yes. piano. I also do like pedal pumping in my car. Well, let's. So- it's- You're not giving yourself enough credit. You don't just do <laughs> pedal pumping. You have a pedal pumping <laughs> yes, channel. Yes, I know. <laughs> so we're going to have to have you come back when we yes. do the pedal pumping I've episode. got lots of stories about that. It's an interesting <laughs> thing I didn't even know about until like two years ago. I didn't even realize what it was until somebody requested a custom video in nylons. Those are... The, the pedal pumping guys are some they are fans. They are amazing. I love I've, them so much. I love them so much. In the past month, I've shot more pedal pumping videos than I think I ever yeah. watched. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so why do your uh, pedal pump? What is the fetish there? Why, why do your pedal pumping guys want? Like, what's the most common thing that they want? why they want to see the pedal the pumping. nylons they want they specifically want pedal pumping in nylon feet so the panios really plays a big part in it um they like the revving the flooring that kind of stuff like i do so you'll you'll do it live with with the engine running i've done on the stuff road live or... before but it's usually custom videos or even just pictures oh i don't mean i don't mean live like like uh, skype or something not pre-recorded i mean live like you're actually driving you're actually going somewhere yeah for sure like why not set up a camera when you're going to yoga and then come out and take off your stinky sweater not (laughs) just staged in the drive yeah yeah like it's yeah, that's how I do. It. That's how I've done it mostly. I don't. I don't think I've ever done one where I'm just pumping. No, I, yeah, while the car is parked. Yeah. I'll right, do yeah. Oddly like enough, that. the last couple I shot were people whose fantasy was about the car won't yes. start, so it's a different. I have different a lot setup. of those too. I just haven't like really gotten into that yet. Um, like I've done some just like pumping on the gas. I'm just worried about my cars, man. <laughs> I don't know much about cars. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, so I'm like, I'll tell you is this: pumping the gas a bad thing filmed... when off. I don't know. I actually just, it's not. Uh, I have... depends on the fuel yeah, no, system. It's... But uh, I had one with with the car in the off position, and it was my car being used as yeah. the stunt vehicle for yeah. for the video. Car is shut off, so that not worried about the ignition on the, the gas pedal. But lighting it. No, the the brake locked up the brake cylinder because that's doesn't need power so it just kept pumping brake fluid into the brake cylinder and when i went to start the car the brake was all the way like three inches higher than yeah. it should have mm-hmm. been like honestly like okay that explains what i've done before i've yeah. done that before and then and it's the really hard you have it's the... really hard to push the brake in to start the car right and if you have the kind of car that won't start without the brake depressed my car wouldn't start until enough brake pressure released that the, car, that the brake pedal would go. That sounds like, see, <laughs> so it's like, yeah, when you're screwing with your car, I'm sorry, you want a custom, like, okay, <laughs> you'll get what you pay yes, for. Yes, that's why, like, this is why custom videos a, a cost, shitload. sometimes cost a little more yeah. because there's, well, I could there's get, factors like, that the I could purchaser floor, I could doesn't get a think about. Ticket. I could, like, 
you know right like yeah. I could do exactly. like whereas if I'm just sticking my stinky feet in the camera that's a lot less liability <laughs> you know what I mean right like, yeah have, heaven forbid your your tripod fails and now you're fishing around for your camera while yeah. you're driving and no we don't yeah we, we there's it encouraged is, yeah. danger so it's definitely um, not like low risk so I wanna, anything, but so I want to to circle back, not necessarily to the pedal pumping, but something I noticed mm-hmm. in your pedal pumping, to comparing it to others and something else yeah. you'd said earlier, I noticed in your pedal pumping that you spread your toes I a like lot to more. Spread you you almost wrap your you wrap your foot around the accelerator, which I think the average model doing pedal pumping doesn't do. And that just brings me to you mentioned earlier about toe spreading, and that's something that you're it is popular for and something that somehow translates in your pedal pumping videos and also just translates into you saying way earlier in your life that you didn't necessarily like the shape of your foot i'm not saying we don't like the shape of it but it is something unique about the shape of your foot that you kind of have a natural toe spread even in a relaxed position why Mm -hmm. thank you <laughs> I've been doing yoga for a long time, so I don't know if it's. I don't, I'm trying to literally sit here, think back, and think like, is this what has been the product of my yoga practice, or is this the product of just like constantly spreading, <laughs> like exercise? Well, in yoga, it? yeah, you're always spreading you... your toes. So I'm, I'm wondering if, like, I can't even sit back and remember what my feet looked like ten years ago or fifteen years ago, but. I this toe spread is mm. is so much fun. It, people love it. I on TikTok they love it. So well, it's like between that and the wearing a lot of sneakers, I don't think you're ever gonna no, worry about bunions. No, I don't think I have mm. any kind of like I have a wide foot though. Top I do have do a wide like... foot, don't you think? I see I don't know if it's if it's naturally wide. Well, it is obviously wide. But is that is that the product of because your toes are a little bit yeah spread, like they're not squished or, up but at least very at the very much not no. pushed together then that is just going to widen the overall tread of your foot so no, it's your fund- foundation um, in life well our our listeners will have to follow the links in the show links and and see for themselves because it's a hard thing to describe right. but I would say rough guess and we're not in the same room or you know mm-hmm. within 300 miles of each other but if you were sitting with your foot completely relaxed i could probably put my index finger between each yeah. one comfortably that is is, fair is that say, fair yeah. to say what size are your i'm a size feet? six sometimes i'm a size five and a half like i have really small feet you're tiny you have more you're of the wider base like like I do prefer a wider shoe, but like I, in when I'm in in panios, I have almost a half size smaller shoe than when I'm not in panios. Oh, so so um, there's enough flex there that the the like it pulls, yeah, bring your toes back yeah. together in a sense. It Something pulls you in, but it also that, helps um, you slide into a shoe easier than when you're not. True like, enough. True enough. It's like a, it's like a, a like a, oh God, what it's is it? almost it's like, like a, a girdle, girdle like a, in a um, way, just like, just. Well, it's also like, um, 
oh god a waist trainer that yeah, like a cincher it cinches your feet yeah, together but not in an unnatural yeah. way that was me like it's well when it's in an unnatural way for I me like i don't it. i don't like it that was me that said like, that ah. top toes i was talking oh, yeah. to i was talking about how the, Change the way sometimes put changes yeah. the shape of the toes yeah. yeah. So 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 see so Citra has toes that I actually like how they look in the nylon and it may just be a size thing. You know, we were in the break we were talking about pantyhose sizes and it may just be that she wears her actual size because I feel like the ones that are, are squished small. together they they're too they're too small mm-hmm. and so they pull them higher. And so it pulls the toes more, and the yeah, foot it does tighter. compress you and contain Which, you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm all for exactly. like being comfortable. <laughs> so I will be like, I'm a medium. I'll be a large if I need to. In certain brands, I will buy a large, like CDR, um, the Super Lucido Eternos. I'm a large in that pair because there's no elastic kind of properties. Yeah, there's so no give. Like, okay, yeah, there's I cannot no, uh, fit stretch. in medium in that. I need, and it's. And you're not. No, you're not I'm five tall three. So, like, I'm just more yeah. of like I've got more of an hour figure, like hourglass figure. But you're petite, yeah, you're petite. But I'm short, so it really honestly so... the short. But I'm not like skinny, skinny. And I feel like panios are always made for really skinny tall girls because a lot of the time do, I'm do you like think and I'm like, eh. so it's hard to tell from your pictures or your videos but do you say would you say that because i'm five yeah. three also but would you say that you're mostly legs or mostly like torso like what i'm like... i'm butt thighs butt thighs and like i'm definitely not top heavy that's for sure <laughs> but like yeah, I feel like I struggle around the waist. But then if I get a size too big, then my then there's too much panios. Like, I think the panios are kind of mm-hmm. geared towards a certain type of, you know, maybe five, six model kind of thing. Like, I don't know. But you had How, suggested, yeah, you had leggings. said before yeah. that you, you know, like, there's some really great, like, yeah. size places. And uh, I'm there, all there for that. Few... Like, I feel like it should be like a dress size. I hate one size fits all. <laughs> Agreed. And we talked about in the okay. in the hosiery episode, we talked about how stockings used to actually be cut for a yeah. thigh diameter, a le- length, yeah. and a shoe size back in the days before elastic. Then and then once that they was went okay. to elastic, forget it. It's just kind of one size fits who the heck ever yeah. or not. I have um, a problem with stockings too because they're too long. If I buy up. them my size, <laughs> exactly. If I buy them my size, then they don't fit around my ginormous thighs. Like it's squishing it, and I've got a roll yeah. hanging over, right? But if I buy them one size bigger, then they're too long, and now all of a sudden I've got like them. They're yep. up to my hip. You know yep. what I mean? like, That's exactly well, my problem. So. I think traditional pantyhose are actually cut to be worn a lot higher than most people so we're doing it right we're doing it oh no i i wear them high i wear them high yeah i wear them like above my waistline for sure we we're gonna have a first here and we're gonna take a third break (laughs) and we're gonna come back to this 
<laughs> in just a moment. Sounds like good times. <laughs> And we're back, and we were talking about something I enjoy, something Lady Citra enjoys, something any struggles with in the literal sense. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lady Citra said she struggles with it a little bit, too. I do. Us short girls, we're the shorties, right? Those shorties. Us guys struggle with them when it's time to get them off, because we have no clue how to take them off. But I guess they end and, up inside out and stuck over my head or something. And it, it can be painful too. Like when he's in a hurry and he's trying to yank those pantyhose off, it's like getting stuck on the thigh and it, it pulls. And, yeah, oh you know what? Just, Just rip them. Ex- medical shears. Well, <laughs> I'm a bondage guy, so medical shears are part of my uh, kickback. So, you know, that is funny. Medical shears. Okay, I'm good. Oh, they can stay on. See. Yeah, that Doctor, sounds so Doctor. much sexier. Wait, that sounds so much sexier than him ripping them off with his bear. It kind of does. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, they don't rip I'm well. I'm actually turned on right all. now. <laughs> I've. You're I've what? I said I'm turned, turned on right thing. now. <laughs> Get those medical shears <laughs> out, top those. <laughs> and then he takes the medical shears. Get out of here. <laughs> what do you want me to come at you with a sword down there? Yes, please. <laughs> Not a sword, <laughs> the sword. <laughs> I will tell you this. Popcorn in your teeth is nothing compared to strands of nylon stuck between your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so it's the fantasy of fighting them. No, it's, it's not fantastic at all. You'll have to demonstrate one day because I I have no idea what that looks like. It's just make sure you take a picture and show me next time. Well, passion, it's not passion fun. for passion. So why don't why don't we talk about the upside of and I guess that translates to your favorites. The upside Ooh. of my favorites. Yeah, your favorite let's... pantyhose. Your... Oh, my favorite pantyhose. Sorry, like, too much gin. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's so my favorite style my favorite okay so i literally have been addicted to like gray panios for some reason i don't know why but i really like the gray right now um in terms of like sheerness i like very sheer seamless panios i enjoy a shiny cdr my guilty pleasure is literally just a Warner's Pantios, which is something you can buy at Walmart and is so silky, so comfortable. The waistband is. I know like, Warner's. I, I don't know why being, I like them so much. Being a Canadian expat, I know Warner's. I don't know if any does. I don't know Warner's. I would at put all. them on par with Hanes. I think so. Um, okay. Warner's Warner's available upstate New York and throughout Canada. And I think they're right there with your typical Hanes. Yeah. I'm kind of like a simple kind of like Panios girl, but I do enjoy the flavors of Panios. But I always go back to Warner's for some reason. And is it like the, the comfort? Because of the... I think it would be more the comfort because I do wear Panios pretty much 98% of my life 
Wow. So comfort is. I think it's the same reason any and I sort of endorsed Berkshire. Um, it's just they've they've got a good texture. They've, it's comfort. They've got a good like softness. you feel snug and warm and you're at home kind of thing. And they look great. They look great. I think Berkshire for me are the best just because they're so soft. Yes, they are. I, I so love the tactile soft. in Berkshire. Yeah, yeah. And now um, we'll have to travel north of the border and try Warners and compare. Yeah, I've not tried Warners, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not a huge of fan. Annie sent her a pair of Warners. <laughs> Annie's Canadian fans. She needs to try the Warners. Yes. I do have Canadian fans. I do. Um, Besides <clears> me, <laughs> I'm sure there's many us Canadians. We love well, yeah, you Canadians aren't afraid of pantyhose either because, you know, seven months out of the year, you actually need them. Yeah, it's like mandatory here. <laughs> no. Yeah, see, I, I say that all the time. If it were, if I were in a colder area, I would wear pantyhose all the time. But realistically speaking, it's 109 degrees with, you know, humidity that just just makes your face melt off yeah i can't possibly wear pantyhose under my jeans you know i'm already wearing jeans that's already bad enough I, oh my gosh pantyhose under yeah. jeans is the hottest thing especially ripped jeans oh my gosh <laughs> she's speaking my language again but what's funny is like i grew up in south africa and from the time i was i think 13 to like all through my high school years a winter uniform included a pair of black sheer panios that was our winter uniform like the shirt with the tunic black sheer panio and not in south not africa tights. And wow. it doesn't even get that cold down there in the winter but i guess cold enough uh, for panios certain modesty too. <laughs> and it wasn't like a private school that's just how all the schools are in south africa they all have a school uniform so panios is part of your school uniform. So I think a lot of this kind of fetish comes from, you know, right. like, especially my, like, British, like, the people in Britain and the Europe, that's part of the school uniform. So it's like. I worked at a place, uh, at a university, that pantios were a part of the dress code. Like, uh, women that wore skirts had to wear them with pantyhose yeah. regardless of the length of the skirt um which i loved you know see because i there's a there's a, an issue with pantyhose wearers where we get judged for them you know it's yeah. like it's considered an old lady thing to do and if you or live, you're trying you know, to be too sexy Right, you're trying too hard, or um, you you're stupid because it's 109 degrees. Yeah, outside. or you're just selling your fucking panios, and you want to. <laughs> well, I don't think the average employer is thinking about that. <laughs> but I think I think Lady Citra is pushing away from the the old lady, the the stuffy portion. You because I've noticed lately you've definitely also had a fascination with colors. Yes, I love uh, the colors. I love it. Like I don't know, like And that completely contradicts everything else we just said about it's stuffy, it's old lady. No, that's that's young modern fashion. Gothic, well, gothic well, modern, rock. Like, like I feel like a punk rock. Like honestly when I play right. panels, I feel like I'm like back in my teenage years. I'm a rebel, and no one's gonna fucking tell me what to do. 
That's what well, happens. Um, I don't know why, but it does. Fish, fishnet, lace net, any kind of a pattern, like, uh, you know, any anything other than plain, you know, uh, nude um, is definitely considered younger and yeah. sexier. Sometimes I don't want to wear black uh, nylons because it's, I feel like it's too much. Like it draws too much it attention. Does, yeah. Um, but yeah, but, I, and the nude is the subtle, it's more subtle, but it's um, kind of funny yeah, though, when, I, when you wear something like that and then everybody watches and looks at you, it's like, oh yeah, I see yeah, you looking at just, me and then you just take your heel do I see, don't I see. and it's out in public. It's kind of funny and, and exciting yeah. and I don't know. Conversation I've had a million times and I heard somebody else reiterate and it goes back to you saying under jeans. Yeah. The, the fetish for pantyhose or nylon in general under um, any sort of pants, trousers, leggings, jeans is the, is she, isn't yeah. she, or if they're colored and obvious, then, ooh, are those knee highs, trousers, socks, stockings, panty, you don't know. And there's an instant built-in yeah. tease in that. The fantasy. You have to look twice or three times and you have yeah, to Yeah, it's the fantasy. The <laughs> fantasy and the, the guessing. Yes, I've heard this from so many people too. Like, just like, especially like because the people that enjoy the nude, like, I think my favorite, other than like gray lately, I'm into gray lately, but the nude where it is very sheer and it's like a little tiny speck of shine that like attracts people and they're like oh what's happening <laughs> this is different like, oh wait is she wearing yeah is she in florida the double take. <laughs> they're just sexy they're just sexy. right <laughs> and it gives you an instant tan it flawlessly camouflages like anything you need like any they flaws, compress absolutely. you. They make we, you yeah. like feel like all. We've said it before. It's makeup and, for the yeah, legs. For sure, That's you right. don't need a spray yeah. tan. <laughs> Just buy a pair of pantyhose. Yep. You know, like. Well, okay, so we're getting yeah. really. Uh, we're in our fourth segment, and we're getting. Really <laughs> long, and we don't want people to shut this off before we ask the most important question, which is. Where can our oh, listeners well, find you? Oh, you can find me many, many places. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, OnlyFans. I have two pages, a subscription page as well as a complimentary page along with, what else, Reddit and... Three YouTubes? Yeah, YouTube. I have the pedal pumping. So, yeah, the pedal pumping and pantyhose. I have more of a risque lady Citra YouTube just because my other one is monetized. You have to be careful on the other ones. They shut you down for just putting a pair of pantyhose on in terms of monetization. So, that one's a little more like PG, whereas you can find more risque stuff on Lady Citra or my OnlyFans pages. But and all of these are available on your yes. link tree, which will be linked up on the podcast yep. page under the show links at uh, ohthosetoes.teamtoptoes.com. And there you can find anything else you want to know, listening platforms, anything you need to know about Top Toes, any, and on show links, anything you need to find, anything you need to find Lady Citra. Um, 
and we thank you so much for being on the air with us. We literally could have talked, did talk hours that are not even on this podcast and could have talked hours more on the podcast. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Yeah, it's been an amazing time for me. I, you know, normally plan for an hour and a half to two hours Mm -hmm. tops, and that's with breaks and, you know, talking to top toes in between and all of that. But I, this is the first time that we've had a, a break that was you know an hour almost an hour long we were just <laughs> gabbing um I mean we do it after right we've done that before um with other guests where we're all done wrapping up and then we just talk about how it went and um you know it, so um you know we, we we happen to be really lucky that we have great guests but you're you're definitely um going to be welcome back uh Yay. I can't uh yeah I can't wait to have you on again I mean so great. <laughs> there's so much that we didn't ask I right I mean a ton yeah I mean that bondage alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's another show another time yeah we're gonna have so, uh, part two no, this was awesome yeah, thank you sure. so much guys this was so. so much fun I enjoy just like getting to know people and getting to know like what makes everybody tick like it's and we hope that our listeners enjoyed finding Yay. out what makes you tick. Definitely. We're thankful to you. We're always thankful to our listeners. We want to hear from you. <laughs> and for those of you masturbating to our voices right now, especially Lady oh. Citra's beautiful accent, you're welcome. Yeah. You're Very welcome. welcome. <laughs> you're going to sleep very well tonight. <laughs> 